What is going on? Happy Monday. Welcome to the show. Pete Callender here. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. 704-570-1110. 1-800-WBT-1110 if you want to be a part of the program. Or you can email me, Pete, at thepetecallendershow.com. Remember, get the podcast as well. It comes right to your smartphone or tablet every single day for free. Three different podcasts, one for each hour. Um so I'm trying to figure out what is the craziest story today. Yes, we have the Will Smith story in the Oscars, but there's also the Madison Cawthorn story about how he's been invited to orgies and uh, to do bumps of cocaine. Um, Duke and UNC. I find it to be kind of amazing that they've never met before in the final four. Just, well, I mean, the law of averages seems like that would have caught up to them at some point. Then you got Biden over in uh, Europe threatening to, you know, knock off the uh, president of Russia. And then, of course, the White House walks that back. And, of course, the the Foo Fighters drummer who died in Bogota. Just very weird stories going on today and, and from last night. So I, I got to say I am a little... I'm a little uh, running on fumes. I was up late last night because as soon as I heard about the smack, I had, no, I'm just kidding. I did not say, but I did stay up late. We, Christy and I stayed up late. We got a lot of stuff done this weekend. We did a lot of stuff around the house because we just got into our new house in uh, West Charlotte, West Mecklenburg. And um, we uh, spent the day hanging all of the pictures, almost all of the pictures from around the house. We've been living out of boxes for almost two years, so. We got a lot of it knocked out. We're very, <laughs> we're very happy that because uh, it, it's a twofold thing. Once you hang everything on the walls, then it's no longer like strewn all over the floors. And if the, it, it was in boxes, now the boxes go away too. So uh, we kind of made this push to get through it, and then uh, we had to get caught up on this is us. Don't judge. All right. So here's my problem with the Will Smith smacking Chris Rock story. Here's my problem. I don't trust actors. I don't trust them. They are literally professional liars. And and uh, Will Smith is really, really well paid for his ability to lie. So I don't know if I can trust what I saw. Now, that being said, I tend to come down on the side of believing it to be Real. I, I I don't think it was staged. I think that actually occurred. I know there are people who think that this was all fake. And uh, I understand why. Because, like I said, they're professional liars. And you can't trust a professional liar. Because if they're doing it for money, would they do it for free? I don't know. Maybe not. See, maybe they wouldn't want to do it for free because they're like, no, no, my ability to lie is it's so valuable, I wouldn't just give it away. Right. So maybe they don't behave like that. But I don't know. Actors are very weird people. A lot of them are very weird people. What's really weird about the weirdness of the weird people is that the people that you think would be the weirdest actually tend to be not the weird. For example, Keanu Reeves. That guy seems like the most grounded person in Hollywood. And that's why you never hear anything about him <laughs> except good stuff. Like he donates all this money to charities and children's hospitals and stuff. He does all this stuff and it's all under the radar. Nobody pays it any attention. 
But there is a guy that I would have suspected is kind of weird. I mean, the whole Bill and Ted persona. Maybe it's, yeah. See, that's what I mean. He's a liar. So what am I supposed to do? You you pretend to be this character, and you got me believing that that's you, and then you're not that person. So I just, it's so difficult to trust any of this stuff. That being said, I think it did happen. And I take the context clues, and I build my opinion around those. Right? You've got people that that went up and and tried to play peacemaker. Denzel Washington was up there and trying to, you know, correct and 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 rein in Will Smith. And Denzel Washington, you gotta like that guy. But I don't know. He's a professional liar. So here I am again. But I kind of like Denzel Washington. But some of the other speakers, their comments and such lead me to believe like the, the statement that they got put out by the Oscars. We don't condone any violence. That's been one of the interesting dynamics to watch here, too, is you've got the people on the woke left who say that uh, speech is violence. And then you've got on the other side, you've you got this like old school defend her honor kind of crowd. And they, so they're, they're all in agreement. Saying, yeah, should have smacked him. Now, the joke that Chris Rock made, um, it was a cruel joke. Comedians, they take cheap shots. That's what they do. They're comedians. And sometimes the jokes fall flat. Seemed like this one wasn't so great. You're mocking a woman who's lost her hair because of uh, an illness. And it, that's a, it's a cruel joke. It's a personal joke. It, and as much as he said, you know, oh, it was a joke about G.I. Jane. Uh, no, it was a joke about hair loss. Specifically, Jada Smith's hair loss. Will Smith's wife. She has alopecia, lost her hair, and, and has been very public about it. Which apparently... I guess I'm not in the public because I was not aware of it until last night. I did not know that. My wife did. I did not know that she had alopecia. But once, now it made sense why she would get offended at the joke. She would get mad at the joke because it's at her expense. And it's drawing attention to her. And that's, you know, people are insecure about that stuff. Especially Hollywood people. They're very insecure about looks. So Will Smith then goes up onto the stage and just smacks Chris Rock. And everybody. And what I'm seeing from the people who are like, it's fake. They, what I am led to believe is that they have never been smacked. Because they think that this should have like dazed Chris Rock. And he wouldn't have been able to go on afterwards. Uh, now, the adrenaline kicks in at that point. Because there's also the normalcy bias, right, this, this, that, that occurs here. That you don't expect this thing to happen, so you have to dismiss it as fake. This is really... Uh, a similarity with a lot of conspiracy theories and people who are saying it was staged is it's essentially calling it a conspiracy theory that there was a conspiracy among some people, whether it was just the two of them uh, or others involved uh, to make this look real. And because he's a professional liar, they can make it look real and believable. So I get it, but you could take a smack and keep going, especially if you're a comedian, they think on their feet very well. By the way, you think he, uh, Chris Rock's going to make up some more jokes now about the Smiths? Do you think, yeah, do you think this thing's over? (laughs) 
News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Monica on Twitter says, Hair loss is hardly a disease. She's 51. It's called old. <laughs> well, I mean, there is a thing called alopecia, right? There's a thing called that. So, and I, and she says she had it, has it, and she's been fighting it, and that's Ayana Presley has it as well. Um, when did balding jokes become off limits? I mean, an hour previously, Big Amy Schumer made a LeBron hairline joke. Rules change pretty quickly in Hollywood. That's yeah, I guess so. I can't keep up with it. Let me go over here to Tim. Hello, Tim. Welcome to the show. How are you? Pete, this this is gonna. It's probably gonna sound wrong, and if it does, sorry about it. But no, well, see, no, hang on. You don't get to say, Tim. Tim, you don't get to say sorry before you tell the joke. Okay, no sorry. All right, because then if they add the braids and all that stuff to the hair to make it look different. Now, Jada Pinkett Smith is a pretty lady, with or without hair. It doesn't really matter. But they gave Chris Rock a whole new gig that he can go on. It, he's smart on his feet, and he's fast, and I guarantee when he got out of there, he had a notepad, and he was jotting jokes down. It, there's things he could have come out with. Uh, no reason you got kicked out of Philly, had to go to Bel Air, stuff like Uncle Phil should have spanked you more. I mean, and then he does, because Chris Rock does this other thing, too, like black-on-black crime in one of his gigs. Mm-hmm. And you could say, see, I told you so. Yeah, Ron, it's so the me. Yeah, no, I got bad boys. Bad boys are going to slap. You. Okay, yeah, all right. So you're just reading to me Facebook memes at this point, Tim. Thank you. I appreciate the call. <laughs> I've seen them as well. People making the hot takes, and everyone's wanting to share them. Yeah, the Bel Air connection. You know, I got in one little fight, and my auntie said, "You're moving to your uh, uncle's in Bel Air." Uh, that's the from Fresh Prince. That's what. There's another one when they, you know. What did they find on Chris Rock's face? Fresh Prince last night. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen the jokes. People are, yeah, there are all sorts of jokes. You've got, um, let me see here. Well, there's also the, the um, uh, what is it? The, the, the connection here with their open marriage. I was unaware of this. Again, I don't, I, I, I don't follow the Hollywood stuff. I really don't. And so... Apparently, they the Smiths have an open marriage, which means they are not faithful to one another alone. Or I, I think they're both. I don't know. I don't know the dynamics. And really, I don't care about the dynamics. But apparently, this is part of uh, the story. It's background. It has an impact because... I don't know what I don't know about Chris Rock and other people that he may know and they may, I don't know. But I did come across a story that he, he had, yeah, he made fun of her on a previous occasion. In, when was it, like 06 or something like that. And, yeah, I'm trying to find, uh, well, I've got it here and I will get to it. But, I got to wonder if this is sort of an ongoing thing with them. Now, if a guy gets on stage and insults my wife, I, I'm i not, well, to quote the philosopher Chris Rock, I'm not saying I would go up and smack him, but I understand, right? Like, that's Chris Rock's bit on 
O.J. Simpson. That was the big bit he did on O.J. Simpson about how I'm not saying he should have done it, but I understand. Then there was the, as Tim was mentioning, the black-on-black crime. He did a big, uh, that was the first HBO special that he did now, probably, what, 15, 20 years ago. And uh, he talked about that and how people are always wanting to blame the media. And he said, you know, media never robbed me when I was at an ATM at 2 o'clock in the morning or something, you know, or if you're on some uh, some bad street in some bad part of town and nobody's, you know, run, it's the media. You know, it's not the media that's going to rob you or hurt you. Um, so, yes, I've seen a lot of these jokes, but there is some, I mean, there is a larger dynamic, I think, here in that you got people who are defending Will Smith because he defended his wife. And by the way, he did come up when he won the Oscar and got up on stage there and he gave this, like, crying apology not to Chris Rock but this crying apology to the academy and to his fans and whatever ruining the day and you know. so i be- that's another reason i don't believe that it was staged but again professional liar could have just manufactured the tears although i don't think he's got that kind of range so uh i'm back in camp it was real News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT, 704 570 1110, 1 800 WBT 1110. Eric Baim, or Bohm, from uh, I believe Reason, uh, he said Chris Rock won the Oscars slap fight. He won it by refusing to escalate the violence and by refusing to ask an authority figure to step in on his behalf. It's definitely a crazy story. By the way, Monica follows up and says, I was happily ignorant of these people's sex lives until Will Smith made an ass of himself. Thanks a lot, Will Smith. By the way, doesn't he act in kids' movies? Bad, bad look. Yeah, and he has a reputation as a nice guy and all this. I don't think you got that anymore. And he, he when he won the Oscar and he did the acceptance speech, now that's going to be forever tainted, right? He's always going to have to remember what happened, but... Um, he made it sound like he was defending all of these other people and he, he, he kind of adopted a bit of a martyr complex on this. I understand. Look, the guy insulted your wife. That's it. End of story. So you went and smacked him in the face because he insulted your wife. That's it. And if you're sorry that you smacked a person for doing that, then you should apologize. But if you're not sorry, then don't apologize. You should, he doesn't owe anybody an, uh, an apology for anything else, I don't think, if he believes that he was warranted in in smacking him. So where do you come down on this? Somebody on the stage makes fun of your wife. You smack him? Them fighting words? I am kind of surprised he didn't punch him. I thought the guy did a lot. I thought Smith did a lot of training when he was Muhammad Ali. But he went with the open hand. Now, I do. I think I have seen some people commenting that that's more of a humiliation to walk up and just smack somebody in the face and walk, turn around and walk away because he had no problem turning his back on Chris Rock, which, I mean, Chris Rock just took a smack to the face. Why not just, like, jump on Will Smith's back and start, you know, punching him in the head? Like, it could have escalated very quickly. It could have. Let me jump over here and get uh, Jane. Welcome to the program. Hello, Jane. How are you? Uh, fine, thank you. Uh 
I've read for many years that Will Smith, one thing he would like to get rid of in this country completely is all white people. He hates white people to that point. He gives millions and millions of dollars to Malcolm X. He hates America. Malcolm X, wait, hang on, hang on, Jane, hang on a second. So first off, Malcolm X is dead. Well, I meant the other one, not Malcolm X, the the other man that's in charge of, uh, who is it, Farrakhan? Okay, he gives he gives money to Louis Farrakhan. Million uh, every year uh, to a Farrakhan. Okay, into that organization. And this indicates that he hates white people. No, he even says that he would his his desire is to wipe to wipe uh, white people off the face of the earth. <laughs> that 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 Farrakhan says that. Uh, no. Um, Will oh. Smith says that. So Will Smith wants to wipe white he people care off for white people. And you've been reading this for years? I've read this for many years on the Internet, absolutely. Oh, well, then it must be true. Um, why do you think, why, is, that an, is that something that's easily believable for you? Um, I don't know. I just read stuff, but when I ro- constantly keep reading it and keep reading more stories that he gives more money to uh, Farrakhan and uh, that he really kind of hates America, uh, it makes me wonder why, uh, I don't know, but it sounds like uh, the way he acts and everything that possibly he... He possibly thinks he has this persona that he can dictate to other people what should go on. But I will say, I don't think it's a good idea to talk about anybody that's lost their hair, whether it's man or woman. And women especially are sensitive about their hair. Mm-hmm. And I think that was in poor taste yes. uh, for Chris to even say that. And what Mr. Smith should have done is just kind of walk out of the place f- for a few minutes and uh, show his disdain. But uh, instead he acted because he thinks he's kind of a god or something i don't well and now, and now all right so at the risk of uh cre- of reinforcing stereotypes here um i suspect that most dudes most married dudes especially are okay with what will smith did i think most married guys like to think that they would do the same thing well i just don't think that was a classy thing to do i mean uh, and first of all i don't think it was a classy thing for for chris to even bring right. that up i think people are very sensitive about their hair especially right. as they get older so what should a husband do when um, a a man insults the appearance of his wife i would have personally got up and walked out walked uh, walked out, walked out into uh the uh area where you just stand and then afterwards, I would have said something. Or if he won the award, I would have said something to Chris and stated that this is a disease. I mean, it really does affect their hair. They can't get it back. And people are very, very uh, sensitive about this. And people should be more sensitive about anybody, especially men when they lose their hair. They don't like it either. And I don't think this is a topic uh, that you should even bring up, like cancer. Or you don't joke about cancer or anything else. And this is another thing that they But that's really what comedians do. Jane, I appreciate the call. I will look into the uh, Farrakhan connection there. It's the first I've ever heard of that. But um, I, I, that's what comics do. And I don't want to live in a society where we're telling comics they can't make jokes. I remember, There's a guy named Timothy, or uh, I was going to say Timothy Leary. Yeah, that's the comedian, right? Tim Leary? No. Dennis Leary. Timothy Leary was the drop acid tune out guy. No, uh, Dennis Leary. He did a firefighter show on TV, FX, I want to say. But the original stand-up routine that I remember, and I, look, I've, I've watched a lot of stand-up in my life. I, I enjoy it. And 
I don't laugh at all the jokes. Uh, many of them are in bad taste, and I don't like a lot of the vulgarity. But Dennis Leary works very vulgar. But he did his entire first special was called No Cure for Cancer. And he, he chain-smoked the entire time, made all of these jokes about smoking and smokers and cancer and how he's a terrible person. And that was his whole shtick. That was the whole routine. He literally sang a song, well, referring to himself as an orifice surrounded by a muscle located near the posterior, right? So I'm that. And gave all these examples of why he is a jerk. And that was, it was a whole song. And it was hilarious. It was kind of catchy. Um, so I don't want to be, I, I don't want to be trying to restrict what comedians can and cannot get into. But I can identify when you're targeting somebody in a public setting at the Oscars and you're calling her out and, oh, look at her. She lost her hair. Ha, ha, ha. That's what, the, that's what Chris Rock did. But it didn't go over well. But I also suspect a lot of dudes were totally fine with what Will Smith did and like to think that they would do it too in the same circumstance, that they would defend their wife. Now, I don't know about the open marriage stuff and people's like, here, there's a, this guy, Coleman Hughes. Coleman Hughes is the host of Conversations with Coleman. It's a podcast. He's done work with uh, Better Angels and all this stuff. And he's a philosophy guy and he's, African-American. And he says, Will Smith should apologize privately and publicly to Chris for slapping the bleep out of him. But number two, given her alopecia, the joke was in poor taste. But also number three, Jada Smith has been humiliating her husband publicly for a while. So she's a hypocrite if she can't take a joke. Like I, it is kind of weird how everybody is kind of like, coalescing around this idea that maybe she's the bad person in this scenario. I'm not saying that, but it is kind of, I'm just watching it. I'm just watching it happen. News Talk 1110-993-WBT-704-570-1110-1800-WBT-1110. WBT Kyle Smith at National Review says, I said they should hire Chris Rock to host again. Am I ever wrong? The guy was on stage for 30 seconds and he single-handedly turned a weird, dull Oscar ceremony into one for the ages. Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's buzz cut. Said, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane, too. Can't wait to see it. Except Mrs. Smith has a medical condition that causes hair loss. Did Rock know this? I didn't. So Will Smith laughed at the joke initially, then looked over at his unhappy wife and reversed gears. Hard. Suddenly, Mr. Nice Guy wasn't so nice. One of the biggest movie stars alive marched right up on stage and slapped Chris Rock on the left jaw, though to his discredit, Smith neglected to say, welcome to Earth. <laughs> kind of would have made it. Yeah, Matthew, welcome to the show. Hello, Matthew. What's going on? Hi, Pete. First of all, congratulations on your weight loss. <clears throat> oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Se- second of all, I'm kind of tired of this whole everyone apologizing because society thinks that they should or their actions were wrong, mm-hmm. whether they were right or wrong to begin with. But that seems to be a first reaction every time you start getting criticized about some action you've done or something you said is to apologize. What well, seems like you wouldn't have done it to begin with if you were actually sorry. Well, if you're, well, 
you know, sometimes people's passions run, you know, they, they get out in front of them and they behave without thinking. They they misbehave without thinking. And so, yeah, people can, I think, express, uh, you know, contrition for that and ask for forgiveness and to be sorry for uh, for something that they did. Although I would point out here, Will Smith did not apologize to Chris Rock. He apologized to the hosts, basically, the Academy, right? He said, I'm sorry. And to that degree, I guess I can understand, like, if I show up at your house and I yeah. and I get into a fight with one of your other guests, that's not cool. And I should I owe you an apology because I didn't respect your house. Um, so I get that. But, you know, if Will Smith is not sorry for smacking Chris Rock, I agree he shouldn't apologize. Exactly. But it seems to be this call for him to do it. And I certainly understand you're apologizing to the Academy. That does make sense. But if you meant to do it because you felt that that hurts your wife's feelings, why apologize for it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I don't think he has, and I don't think he, I don't think he will. But I, what do I know? I mean, I, I didn't even know they had an open marriage until yesterday. A call for him to do it, and that, and then, and I'm using him as an example of what happens often. Well, yeah, I understand in general the truth is general, so I get that. But uh, yeah, I think a lot. I mean, these circumstances yeah. are so different, th- and in across the board usually. So, but generally speaking, I am I am in agreement with you that you never apologize. Don't apologize when the mob comes for you because that's not what they're interested in. An apology is not going to appease the mob. That's it actually just emboldens them. So, don't apologize for something that you're not sorry for. Yeah. Matt, yep. yeah, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, take care. Um Netflix, by the way. Um oh, well, one of the reasons Hang on, let me back up because I was going to run through some of the rest of this Kyle Smith piece that's at uh, National Review. But he points out that uh, the way Chris Rock absorbed the smack, and you could hear it, he took it as though he had rehearsed it for a month, is what Smith says. And I think that's why a lot of people uh, think it was staged. Here's the tell for me that it, it, it wasn't. After the smack and Smith walks away, Chris Rock says it was a G.I. Jane joke. And then Will Smith screams, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. They repeat themselves each one time. So Rock says it was a it was just a G.I. Jane joke. And then uh, Will Smith said it again, screamed it again. And you could tell was seemed upset again. Professional liar seemed angry. Um. Here is the tell. When Chris Rock attempted to move on and continue on with the show, he messed up. He got flustered. You could tell. He messed up by putting, like, the name of the award ahead of the Oscar or the nominees or we're giving out this award, whatever. He he stumbled, and then he, but then he picked back up. He, he reset the sentence, and away he went. That, to me, is the tell. If it was rehearsed, I don't think that he would have done that. I think there would have been some, there would have been something else there. Minutes after hitting Chris Rock, he won his first Oscar, Will Smith did, as the dad of the tennis phenoms, the Williams sisters, in the movie King Richard. He must have rewritten most of his speech in his head in the final hour, because now it was all about how sometimes a man's just got to slap a comic for insulting his lady. (laughs) 
Richard Williams was a fierce defender of his family, Will Smith said. By the way, Williams is not dead, but whatever. Smith spoke of how he got to protect the actresses in the film. Quote, I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people and be a river to my people. He cried freely, making a swipe at Rock in the course of taking responsibility. Smith said that by now he should have learned to take abuse and have people disrespecting you. And he added, you got to smile and pretend like that's okay. Kyle Smith says, I can almost hear Chris Rock responding, it was a joke, man. Are you a grown-up or not? (laughs) Smith did get around to apologizing, but not to Chris Rock. He said, I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to all my fellow nominees. Thank you, and I hope the Academy invites me back. Um, Overall, Kyle Smith says, the ceremony suffered from the same problems as ever. Despite streamlining things by moving the awarding of eight technical Oscars to a pre-show ceremony, the broadcast still managed to be one of the longest in history at nearly four hours. Four hours. Too long. One other note here. Netflix has been trying to win itself the top Oscar for Best Picture for like a decade. They have spent hundreds of millions of dollars on that particular project, and so far they have gotten nothing. Apple TV Plus... Launched two years ago, they just won with CODA, C-O-D-A, CODA, a feel-good dramedy, drama, comedy, a dramedy about a lovable family of deaf people and their lovely daughter. So they won Apple TV. So score one for the big guys for big media. Yeah. Um, the award was given to Summer of Soul. This was for, um, Rock called it the greatest night in the history of television before he tried to get the show back on track. Then he gives the award out for Summer of Soul. After the award was given, Sean Combs, P. Diddy, right, took to the stage and remarked on the obvious fight that uh, just took place. He says, I did not know this year's Oscars was going to be the most exciting Oscars ever. And Denzel Washington had a very wise uh, piece of advice. I'll tell you what he said up next.